listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's JK3. All right, so we're looking forward to the Week 2 game versus the Tennessee Titans this coming Sunday. We're all still pretty excited this week, and I'm seeing a lot of uh, Jaguars gear out in the community, by the way, after the win uh, this past Sunday. Any uh, any uptick in enthusiasm that you've seen around your friends or coworkers or people out in the community as far as the Jags go because of that start? Real quick, man, we should make a shirt and, it, you know, people that listen to this don't copy our idea. Winning cures everything. That's what we should make a shirt that says winning cures everything and have a, a Jags logo on it. Um, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, it, it, it's, it's, it's very happy around town. <laughs> you know, it people, is. Oh, hello. Hey, right, <laughs> go Jags. Go Jags. <laughs> go Jags. <laughs> 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 it's super happy around town now. You know, I like, like Mama, yeah. Mama, I'm sick. I got a cold. Yeah. I need some Robitussin. No, baby, yeah. you just need the Jags to win another football yeah. game and you'll be all yeah. better. <laughs> that's what it is, man. That's what it is. I mean, it's just so much nicer around town. People are uh, not ashamed to wear their Jaguars gear. Now, I will say this, though. Keep that same energy. If they, if they, if they lose this weekend, keep wearing your stuff. You know, the season's not over with. It's not in the trash. If they if they do lose against the Titans, if they go one and one, let's not pack it in. But I'm sure we'll get into uh get into that a little bit later. Right. I think that is true though, Derek. I mean, even when we had our attendance woes for many years, I mean, people kept saying, you know, it's it's not a football city and you know, Jacksonville this, Jacksonville that. But then as soon as we start winning, as was evident in that season where we made the playoffs in the following season, attendance spikes up. I think that happens with almost every NFL team except for the you know historic teams out there. Um, so, I mean, it's just logical to me that people would get excited if you win. I don't know how that's a crazy phenomenon that people don't understand, but um, – but there is one exciting bit of news is that we did do our first little pen giveaway. And so uh, JK three, if you want to announce the winner and uh, which pen that they chose. Yeah. Um, so really quick, we did run a, you know, just kind of, um, you know, just to get, celebrate the victory. And I don't know if we'll do it every victory or what we'll do, but uh, you know, we asked people to retweet that victory Monday uh, episode that we put out where actually victory Sunday, I think it came out on Sunday, right? Was it Sunday or Monday? Uh, Sunday. I think it was like like midnight. Monday, oh, okay. Technically. All right. So yeah. So the they the, someone retweeted and uh, oh, just a random drawing to see who we got and uh, looks like it's at uh, hey it's Heather seventeen. Um. So I wish we had like a producer that could like cue in some like clapping <laughs> music. <laughs> but I actually, uh, could do that. I'll do that post production. So if you're listening right <laughs> now, you'll you'll hear clapping. Um, but yeah, so, uh, out of the pens that they chose in the pen league, man, they really do some really cool stuff. Um, they've got a mix of like, you know, some throwback logos and stuff. So what she chose was, it looks like a Jaguar head, uh, and he's wearing a forward hat and the bill is flipped up kind of like Wesley Snipes and uh, white men can't jump and it says do all across the front. So, uh, we'll get that out there to you, Heather. Um, and one cool thing that Heather also, um, she is in Texas. So any, as much Jags love as we can get out there in, in, in Texas, that's awesome. I'll go ahead and expand. And, uh, you know, the Down by the Bank brand and also the Pen League. So, Heather, we will uh, drop that out to you. And shout out to the Pen League again for, uh, you know, sponsoring these little giveaways. Uh, we'll keep them going throughout the rest of the year. 
As a side note, my favorite thing is running into Jaguars fans when you're out of town and you have your own Jags gear on. Yeah. Um, I'm always curious how, unless those people are also traveling, how it comes to be that somebody's a Jaguars fan in a completely different city or state. Um, when I was in New York, uh, the last, I think the second to last time around, I ran into some people who said Duval in one of the, uh, I think, subway stations or something, and that was pretty cool. But with her, did she say why she's a Jaguars fan in Texas? Did she relocate or something? I mean, I didn't sign their DMs or anything. I just let her know that. So, I mean, but, and, and I, I feel you on that too, man, because, uh, you know, a couple of the Jags games, and a, a couple of away games that I've gone to, I've heard the random, you know, Duval. And I'm so triggered from it because back in the day when you heard Duval, some, you would go the opposite way of it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, but, and then I think the, the I met a, one, a guy one time um, at the Chiefs game that I went to. He was from Montana. And was a Jags fan. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, man. I started watching football in 95 and I watched the uh, inaugural game. And whoever won that game, I was going to be a fan of. So oh, we got fans in, in, in Montana. So tell me about, uh, Derek, maybe you can tell me about this, the hearing Duval and running the other direction. Because that wasn't a uh, concern of mine in, in South Jacksonville Beach back in the day. What, what is that all about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know? No. Oh, no. I man. No. So there was a time when when some stuff was about to go down and someone yelled Duval really quick. It was <laughs> not a good thing. It was somebody pretty much telling you, letting you know where you were and that whatever you're about to do is not going to fly here. And here comes six or seven other people to – you know, let's see you know where you are. Oh, my, 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 my origins of Duval come from, uh, there was used to be an outdoor concert in late eighties, nineties called come together day. Like if you're from Jacksonville, you know that. And you would hear people yelling Duval all the time. So I never heard the whole like South Jack's beach Duval thing. I, I would really argue <laughs> that people that no, like, I'm, the, uh, Derek, I'm saying it's not in South Jack's beach. Wherever it is, I don't know, but that's why I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? I've never heard of that. I'm not claiming that I. I don't know what you're talking about, man. That, I know where I know where Duval comes from, and I remember hearing it at Come Together Day years and years ago when I was a teenager, you know, 12, 11, 13. Corey, did you say Neptune? Depended which street you're on. It was either Neptune or AB or you know something like that. No, um, no, no, no. Michael. Yeah, that's Mike right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean no? no you don't know about that. I'm not. I'm not here. Yeah, because I don't cross that. I don't cross that. I don't cross the ditch now. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be over there with you guys. You guys I mean, are, don't judge me because I'm special had group a, of you know, a rough uh, upbringing and stuff. You don't got to like oh, look geez, down on me or anything. Here, here we go. Here we go. Let's get to um, some football, man. That's what the people want to hear, man. Let's get to yeah. football. So I will uh, kind of preface everything that we're saying by the fact that Twitter, whenever we play the Titans, is really funny to read because it's like something just clicks where everybody starts putting out the most hateful stuff about the Titans that you can think of. Like even the, our our outline that Derek put together says Titans suck is the subject. <laughs> so there's like a, a certain animosity that comes with the uh, the Titans. I know for me, and I'm sure it's the same with you guys because we're all around similar age, but you know, my Titan hate comes from that season where 
they beat us three times and it was the only three losses that we had. And that's sort of what sticks with me. But is there any certain, is it the people in Tennessee? I mean, what it is, what is it about the Titans that, that kind of creates that uh, negative mindset for you guys? Man, for me is that they always have our number, bro. Mm -hmm. Like this, this is one of the games. This is one of the games I, I do not look forward to, especially when it's in Nashville. I feel like we have a chance uh, when, when the game's here in Jacksonville, uh, for whatever reason, maybe because it's home, you know, home field advantage. But, you know, fact of the matter is, man, we haven't beat the Titans since like 2013 in Nashville. Hmm. Which is wow, ridiculous. That. that long? Yeah, it's been that long. So I, uh, for, for me, it, it, they always have our number. And it seems like no matter what we do, you know, against them, whether it was for the years where we got torched by, you know, McNair and Eddie George, um, then we had, um, you know, now we have Derrick Henry. Um, before then, it was Delaney Walker that was killing us, or some of the tight ends that would would kill us. I mean, there was just something that would that would always just rattle the Jags. And I don't know what they've got built up there in Nashville that are against us. Or, but yeah, man, it's one of the games that I'm not really looking forward to at all. And the Titans have always historically been a very good defensive team, and we have just been so productive predictable on offense. That's what I'm looking forward to on Sunday is the fact that we've actually got an offensive coordinator that's going to mix it up. Yeah. You know, going to show things that no one has ever seen before because it was that whole run, run pass, man, I I couldn't take that crap. Like when it was border or if they did get a first down off a run, then they'd go pass, run, pass. Right. You know, it seems like it we're, was always fans. It seems like the yeah. first 15, 20 plays were scripted regardless of the situation. And you knew like five of them were going to be a little slip screen, a little slump or a little underneath screen. And I'm sitting there like, now, hold on a minute. I paid how much for my ticket? About yeah. $70, $80, right? So I paid to get in here and I'm calling plays. I'm not getting paid to call plays. I mm-hmm. paid to get in here and I'm calling <laughs> plays. So imagine what the other team – yeah, that, you know, that's their profession, what they're doing. They're like, you know, they're about to call a screen, okay? So you just stay there. Don't move, okay? Don't fall for the fake. And the ball, when, when Blake throws the ball, just pick it off and run. That's what it felt <laughs> like for the last five years. Yeah. So I'm just excited that I know we're going to see something different. Well, Jay Gruden, I mean, he, he's been out there just singing the praises of a couple different guys. I mean, James Robinson, uh, you know, he got a lot of hype in the media for having such an awesome uh, debut and performance for an undrafted rookie. It's insane. Uh, Gruden was really complimentary of him. And then same with Minshew, obviously. I mean, those statistics, those numbers were just crazy. Um, so how do you guys kind of see the the offense performing against the Titans. I mean, I can't say that I know a whole lot about the Titans defense, but they did win week one as well. Um, is there going to be some certain strategy that we'll have to uh, employ with our team to sort of, uh, you know, get the advantage over them? Um, you know, we'll start with the running game. They just need to keep it going. And, you know, uh, showing an ability to run downhill but also change it up with some draws, misdirections. Um, they're going to be coming. Clowney, is, he's a force when he's coming off the edge. You're not, not even going to try to deny that. Uh, but you can make a big pass rusher ineffective by putting him out of position. And he has been suspect at times, even when he was in Houston. He would be so ready to kill the quarterback, 
And then he'd get there and quarterback doesn't have the ball. So I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to is just getting him out of position to where he's not even a factor. Yeah, you've definitely got to, um, like you said, set that run and set that run expectation. They got to continue to get off uh, the ball like they did last week, um, you know, against the Colts. It was awesome to see them establish the run and kind of keep going with it. And when you establish the run, man, it sets up, and we, we've said it a million times, it sets up so much stuff that you can do on offense. Um, for me, I think the most important thing is, you know, number one, keeping Jadavion, um, you know, off balance and keeping him, you know, pretty much guessing nothing where he can do like – pass rush which he's you know just naturally athletic you know I, i'd rather just give him that split second to really think about it but i think this is going to be a really good time <clears throat> and i think that we'll probably see the uh see the offense kind of you know continue to evolve here also i mean malcolm butler um uh, kenny vaccaro a couple of the jonathan joseph a couple they're, they're dbs in secondary you know i i would say they're better than uh, the Colts. So most important for this, you know, you, you got to keep the, you got to take what the defense is going to give you. Um, I'm not, I, I don't care about the underneath routes. I think the underneath routes are great. I think where Minshew was very, uh, you know, efficient last, last, last Sunday are, you know, the things that you need to get down in the drive. But again, you know, sucking that deep, pulling that defense in with the run game and then kind of hitting them over the top. Um, I think the tight ends will definitely need to get involved here. Also um, their linebackers really don't, um, you know, aren't really going to be a factor uh, in the game. I really think that it's going to be the secondary and, uh, you know, Jadavion's we're just going to have to worry about. So if we can get the tight ends, uh, you know, O'Shaughnessy, Eifer involved pretty early in that run game, um, I, I think it'd be good. But the key, the real key to success is going to be on the defense. Like this game is literally on the defense. Like you have got to tackle Derrick Henry. Like straight up, you have to. Mm-hmm. Like you Derek, got to, yeah. Derek. What's been sort of the the issue with stopping him over the last couple of years, and what do you think might change this time around to be able to to keep him in check? That the fact that he's six foot four or whatever, however tall he is, two hundred and thirty pounds, and although I'm sure none of the guys in the league are going to call themselves, you know, that they're scared, but. You know, hitting a freight train like that, the only way to really stop someone like him is you have to do it together and you have to hit him early. Like in games where he goes off, he gets going early. So then by the fourth quarter, they've been feeding him so many times that the Mm -hmm. defense is tired of hitting him. Now, the the games where the uh, Titans have lost historically, if you look at Derrick Henry's stats, you know, in the last, I'd say, two years, he doesn't get going in the first quarter and he gets popped a couple times. There are some guys in this league that are smaller than him that will lay him out. Okay, and we have that capability. We have guys on the team that can do it. They just have to do it. They have to do it. They got to get them. You pick them up by the legs, scoop them, technique, tackling. Um, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, drills that these guys have been doing since they were probably five years old that they know how to tackle with technique. And if they do it properly, it's not going to matter how big you are. Yeah, the, you know, the, the game tackling is yeah. going to be the only way to get him, dude. I mean, this guy's like, yeah. he's huge. And I think tackling him up top isn't going to work either because he's just going to mush you. But most importantly, mm-hmm. um, too, with the young defense that I, that I saw uh, last Sunday, and I hate to overlap, you know, and, and keep going, but last Sunday there were a couple of plays where we were overrunning, um, you know, missed tackles, things like that. 
this has got to be a play where you've got to play gap contain, where you've got to be where you're supposed to be and stay where you're going to be. And then let everyone just rally to the ball and, and tackle. Um, I think, you know, Miles Jack had an awesome game last uh, last Sunday. I think Schobert did a really good job also. And, you know, hats off to the defensive line as well. Those guys have got to step that game up even more on this game right now because this game is going to be played within the tackles. Um, you know, Taylor Lewan is an, is an awesome tackle there. Um, you know, Tannehill isn't, you know, he's, he's not – He's not something that I'm not going to say don't worry about because, you know, they have been pretty effective in their in their, in their game and they have been pretty effective on offense, uh, you know, when they need to be. But Tennessee, their, their, their whole object is going to try to make you as one-dimensional as they possibly can. If they can figure out how to gash that defense and how they and, and do it, they will continue to run the ball and they will feed Derrick Henry the ball. You have to stop that. You have to make them one-dimensional and actually make them, you know, kind of, you know, go into the pass. And that's where, you know, C.J. Henderson – uh, you know, uh, Andrew Wingard, a couple of those guys are, are really that had good games are going to have to build up on that momentum that they had last Sunday and continue to, you know, try to propel this team to, to 2 and 0. Let me ask you, Derek, we didn't really and maybe maybe you disagree with this, but we didn't really maybe see a good representation of run defense last week against a starting running back because their running back got hurt, right? Marlon Mack mm-hmm. got injured. So this week, you know, this might be a more accurate representation of how our run defense looks. And we might've gotten a little bit of uh, false optimism from how we performed last week. So I don't know. I mean, do you look at it that way or is this, you know, kind of a more realistic uh, assessment in this game of how we're going to perform throughout the rest of the year? I don't think last week was a, a a real you know picture of what they can do on both sides of the ball because you got to remember one they haven't played any preseason games which you know they a lot of the players don't really like but they still they haven't played any at all and that's what they've been used to two first three or four games of the season still trying to figure it out and figure it out not how to play football obviously but figure out the guys they have next to them to make sure, hey, are they going to be there when I need them? You know, are you going to leave me out to dry? Um, that's the biggest thing is when you look at the, the Jacks defense historically, it's been weak up the gut, okay? And what I mean by weak up the gut, not just necessarily the defensive tackles, but also the, the linebacking core since, since Paz retired. Play action pass, running, you know, coming, you know, hitting, the, hitting that first gap, and the linebackers have just been either out of position, somewhere in left field, you know, talking about retiring or, you know, whatever. That is something that, you know, has changed. So it's going to be, you know, as Schobert tries to get the guys together, it's going to be interesting to see what they do over the next couple of weeks. And this will be a big test. This will be a huge test because Derrick Henry's going to come. He, he's going to bring it like it's never been brought. And – then we, we just have to stop them. You just, you have to, it's the only way you're going to win the game. I think um, I, I'll disagree with you for a little bit <clears throat> only, only because Jonathan Taylor isn't a slouch. Um, you know, you could probably put it up. Yeah, to, he's, he's not a slouch, but he's not, <laughs> he ain't Derrick Henry. Right. No, I mean, he's not, he's not Marlon Mack either, but I mean, he's not a slouch. So, I mean, the D the, the first couple, I mean, Indy did gash them. Indy did, you know, they were they were getting them in, in some some compromising positions. But the defense, when they needed to show up, they did that fourth that fourth down stop that they had was was a momentum shift. 
um, you know, the, they, they were where they needed to be as far as, you know, uh, gap assignments. There were a couple missed tackles on that Marlon Mack touchdown, which, you know, you, you can't happen. But um, all in all, I, I think the, the run defense came out and showed that it was much improved from last year. Now, the real test, like you said, is going to be this Sunday to see really how improved they are. But um, I think they did the, the best that they could. The first couple of drives, you know, it's figuring everything out. Everybody's getting hit for the first time. No preseason. You know, of course, there, there will be some jitters. Uh, I expected um, Indy to, to score because I came in with low expectations of the game. But then, you know, when I saw that the uh, when, when I saw that the defense, you know, had that stout run block with with our boy Avery Jones, um, you know, in the, in the middle, I, you know, just continuing to watch the game. The, the run defense did kind of improve a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, this Sunday is going to be, you know, where, where you need to really show what you're made out of because Derrick Henry is coming and it's not going to be pretty, man. I mean, I, I have flashbacks to last year when, when he had that was, it was either the last year, or the year before last, we had that hundred yard run or a 99 yard run basically where he mushed mm-hmm. everyone on the team. Ridiculous, <laughs> man. I like your usage of the word mush. It makes me think of like when super Mario stomps on the little Goomba things. No, that's exactly <laughs> what he was doing. Bro, there was nothing like there, there was nothing that he could do. And one and the and the and the worst thing too, another thing. If this guy gets rolling, you have got to stop him within the first five yards. It has to be stopped in the first five yards. This guy gets to the second level, third level, you're not stopping him. Like mm-hmm. you're you're not stopping him. The only way you're stopping him is, is, is if you push him out of bounds. If this guy gets past the linebackers. Uh, or even makes it to the linebackers, it's even going to be difficult. The matchup that I'm looking to see, I would love to see him and Miles Jack, two thumpers, go at it. Uh, that that would be, you know, a dream scenario. Or maybe Schobert also, you know, in the middle, meeting him in the hole. But I do not want to see C.J. Henderson have to tackle him. Wingard, maybe, <laughs> because mm-hmm. he, he he's running out there like a madman. But, you know, I would hate to see some of the secondary, you know, try to tackle him, man. Well, so we have the – depleted running game from Indianapolis last week that we faced, which may have given us, you know, may or may not. It seems like we disagree on, on, you know, what that says about us going forward. But this week we now potentially have depleted passing offense from Tennessee with AJ Brown, you know, possibly being out. I don't know if that's official yet. Um, but w- what do you guys think when it comes to the pass defense and the fact that, you know, one of their top receivers is going to potentially not be playing? I was – I'll be the first one to admit, I didn't think C.J. Henderson was capable of playing that way. I tip, tip my hat to him, man. If we can get 15 more games like that from, from all the guys back there. Um, yeah, they gave up a lot of yards, but they made plays when they had to. That, that's that's the best thing. When when you need a play, they made a play on three, four, five different occasions. Not just the two interceptions, but like there were a lot of tip balls or big tackles on third down in the secondary, uh, or the play of the game where uh, Hilton just he, he just didn't have it. Like Henderson was all over him. So uh i think we we definitely have an opportunity plus i'm not i ain't the Tannehill to me is not you know an all-world quarterback and i'm not saying that people have said that he is but i just don't i think we can i think we can really give make you know give him a bad day 
if they just, you know, buckle down and tackle Henry and make them one dimensional. And I, and I hate to be negative, Nancy, <laughs> you know, with it, but um, Paris Campbell gave DJ Hayden a run for his money last, last week. Campbell was always open. DJ Hayden was, you know, either a, a, a step or two behind. Um, and now hang on now, I, you know, you know, DJ Hayden follows us on Instagram, right? So I understand kinda... that, but <laughs> as, a, as a respected <laughs> member of the Jacks media, I gotta call it how I see it. I got, I gotta call it. I how mean, I, see it. I think he played a perfect game. I, I have gonna... to call it how I see it, man. The, the most veteran, most veteran cornerback on the on on the team, man. He's got to step his game up. Uh, I, I'm not saying that Adam Humphreys is you know, Paris Campbell, but Humphreys is quick. Humphreys can move. And, um, you know, he can definitely put you in some positions where they're, they're going to throw two spots and Tannehill will probably throw to places where he knows that Humphreys is going to be same thing with Corey Davis. Um, you know, CJ is going to have to, or, or I don't know if they're, they're fault. I don't think they are. I, I, I think they're, they're playing boundary and field corner. So I don't think anyone's following number one receivers or anything. Um, but yeah, they're gonna have their they're gonna have their 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 hands full there, and and also, man, to me, and this could just be just my, uh, you know, me me being pessimistic about the Jags. Uh, I, I think that the defense still has it still has some plays that they left on the field. Granted, you know, they all played a great game, they all played you know awesome, but they to me they didn't play a complete game. There are some things that could have been cleaned up that you know if you are playing a uh, you know a decent team a team maybe in the middle of the power rankings that they're going to expose you for. And those plays go for a long way. Uh, Miss tackles is one of those things that go for a long way. Um, you know, the pass breakups, the interceptions and everything, those are all great. Um, but again, you know, you, you, you've got to play with the lead in order to get those kind of plays, you know, so the defense has got to, uh, the offense has got to do their job number one. And then, but number two, you know, the defense has got to still play that, their, their responsibilities in order for them to get those interceptions. Uh, I think I mentioned it last time on the podcast you, or, uh, or the last episode, you got to have turnovers in order to make the game a little bit more easier. They had two turnovers. They won by seven points. You know what I mean? Oh, so right. you get, they should have had three, but, I'm not going to call his name out again who had a holding penalty on this podcast. But, again, the, the turnovers and things like that that need to happen, um, you know, they will. But you, you just got to play, you know, responsible football and, you know, really just just kind of take it to Tannehill as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Who had Agreed. the holding penalty? I don't remember. Don't make him say it, man. BJ <laughs> B- B- Schmaden. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. I, I had really high hopes for BJ Schmaden, undrafted uh, undrafted rookie um, from FSCJ. So, so what are we thinking? Because, you know, it was quite a point of contention on score predictions last time. Uh, it looked like Derek. Got it. Should we keep track of this maybe through the season? That'd be kind of fun. So Derek's one to know. I didn't really. I, I, no, no, I'm not one to know because I picked the Jags to lose. You got to pick the winner if you're going to pick score predictions. I still lost. Oh, that's right. I forgot that's, about that. Yeah, the, yeah. the argument was more of where the Jags and and and, and Colt score you twenty points each, and whereas JK three thought I was nuts, I was like, okay, fine, we'll see. So I, I'm not going to predict any score. I, I don't know. What? I, I want the Jacks to win. Now you got to predict the, a score. I, I want I want them to win. Okay, I don't care. Oh, okay. How that's, they a, win. that's a pretty they hot take right one. there. Okay, <laughs> I, I want right. the Jacks so, to win. Uh, duh. <laughs> all right. Okay, if we're gonna uh, do it, I'll, I'll do it. Twenty four seventeen. 
Jags. Um, I, I think Goskowski misses some field goals, which, you know, uh, he's prone to missing them. And I think after he misses a couple more, he won't be on the team next week, after next week um, for the Titans. And, yeah, 24-17, Jags. Jags, okay. 20, 24-17. That's, what you're, that's your final answer? Mm-hmm. That's my final answer. <sighs> Man. Yeah, I've just – it's just so hard for me to go against. Uh, I, I really, I'm, I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna stay on the Jags losing, and hopefully they win again. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think the Jags lose this one. Um, you know, again, probably seventeen ten. I, I think that the no, you know, what, I take that back. I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty one. I'm gonna go 21-24, Jack, uh, to Tennessee. I'll take the opposite of it. I'm, I'm gonna go 21-24. Yeah, I'm gonna right. go 24-24, uh, Jags or Tennessee, only because, you know, I'm just not sold yet. I, I want them to win. I hope they win, but to me, I just feel like this game has got a lot of. Th- this feels like to me. Remember, uh, I think it was last year when when Minshew. When they were going to play, uh, when they were going to play the Texans in London, and you're like, you know, if he wins this game right here, this is probably going to solidify him as a starting quarterback. I yeah. feel like right now, you win this game right now, you're in the driver's seat early in the uh, for the AFC South, and you're looking at Miami and Cincinnati. I, I it, there's there's a lot riding there. I mean, for you to go out and win your first two divisional games back to back home and away, and then you come back home on Thursday night, um, I, I just – there's just a lot right in there, and I don't know if he can uh, – I, I hope – I hope it changes. I really do. But to me, you know, I, I just got to call him what it is until they change my mind. Yeah. So I still think for last week, now that we're going to keep track of this, uh, Derek, you still win because you had the closest score, right? You both chose them to lose the game. So I think I'll give that one to you, and then we'll – that was a preseason. Oh, it was a it was man. a preseason pick. Preseason pick. To, now we'll start we'll start keeping score going forward. We'll start. No, keeping... no, no. I'm the arbiter. I this. decided that that's the one. So what? Speaking of the London thing, though, what what happened to that for this season? Is that just a, a Jags home game now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. As and it should be. Yeah. Exactly. Screw London. <laughs> <laughs> all you, you, all you UK listeners, you cut this go, off go, right now. Go, we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> we used to like you, but it we're, was one we're game. just joking. You better come back with just joking before you get some fish and chips in the mail, some shit like that that you don't want to I mean, eat. That sounds amazing, actually. Um, okay, so um, are there fans in this game? Are they doing fans in Tennessee this coming week? Do we know? Uh, I don't you know, so. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, I I don't think so, but I I know Cleveland has like six thousand fans in the game right now, um, but I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything. Um, to me, fans, no fans. The way that Tennessee plays and the way they play that Smash Mouth football, man, they could play it in, yeah. a, in a back alley. October fourth, according to the Tennessean, as when they'll have as when they'll have uh, fans. Yeah, yeah, October fourth. Okay. All right. So, Corey, what okay. do you think? You you watch the game on Sunday. You watch them. You watch the Titans. What do you think? I mean, honestly, I think probably a couple uh, interceptions returned for touchdowns by DJ Hayden. Honestly, um, 
So, okay. uh, see, see, look, try, see, look, he's man. trying to smooth things over. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, now, you know, BJ, BJ Schmaden, whatever you said, I don't know. <laughs> that, that guy might underperform, but DJ Hayden's probably going to lock it up for us. 14, nothing with, uh, with two returns. So, um, I think that's what I'm going to go with. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> there's no way he's going to have two picks returned for for interceptions. If he has two house calls, that, man, if he has two house calls, man, I'm shaving my head. Eyebrow, I'm shaving my eyebrows and everything. If Your he, eyebrows, okay. Everything, dude. If he gets, <laughs> All right. If All right. He, yeah, mark that. If DJ Hayden gets two interceptions and he takes them both to the house, <laughs> I'm shaving it off in the middle of the game. I'll live stream it. There's no way that that's okay. going to happen. All right, that's pretty good. I hope that happens. Actually, that'd be really interesting. What about you, Derek? Will you shave your eyebrows? Man, I ain't shaving my eyebrow. I'm, two I'm not shaving sixes. it. If he, oh if he gets God. two pick sixes, I'm gonna jump up and yell and go nuts. That's about it. Uh, okay, all right. So we'll see. Well, that's not as exciting. You will see. Yeah. Okay, uh, really so that's uh, get two pick sixes. That that would. Be <laughs> well, I'm working from home. It doesn't matter. So yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Zoom, I'll, um, I'll just uh, add some zoom, uh, add some uh, some some eyebrows to like a Zoom filter. There you go. Do they have, fil- do they have filters for Zoom? Uh, I think just backgrounds. I don't know that you can do face yeah, filter, but that'd be pretty cool. Um, okay, so uh, so that's pretty much it for this episode. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll try to do the same thing if you guys are on board with it in, in terms of recording sometime after the game uh, that evening or or whatever uh, post Jags Titans. It seemed like you guys liked having the uh, instant reaction episode. So we'll shoot for that. Uh, appreciate the support on the Twitter account and the listens on the, the last episode and the support we've gotten in general. Uh, seems like you guys like the content we we're putting out there and uh, got a couple f- new five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We certainly appreciate that. Um, congrats again to Heather on the pin. We're going to do Ooh, another one of those coming Heather. up soon. Heather? Heather. You said, you said, you said Heather, like Heather. It was weird the way you said it. Shut up. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just saying the way you said Heather was Heather. <laughs> Congratulations, Heather, on the pen that you won. Uh, uh, there, JK3 will get that out to you, and I think he'll announce since he has the uh, – the, the scoop on the pen situation. I can't help but think of like us giving away ink pens whenever we talk about that. Like I've never, never thought about the fact that there'd be a company that makes this sort of thing, but they do pretty cool stuff. I went on their website when we linked to them the other day and they have some pretty cool stuff on there. It's not just Jags. They have a bunch of different stuff on there. Yeah. They're, they're, they, he's pretty creative man with some of the stuff that he's doing. And, um, but for me, I'm more of a, uh, more of a Jags fan. So uh, that stuff looks more, I, I think, I, and I'll probably post it on social media too, but I've got, um, one of the Duval till we die, like headstones. And I got a, uh, Royal blue Jags hat that I found at lids, which just was like random. So I'll probably put it on there, um, to kind of match, but yeah, no, he, he does some really cool stuff. And, uh, yeah. And if you guys, um, you know, do like some of the pens, make sure you go, uh, to the, the Instagram for the pen league and uh, we'll give some more away uh, later this year. Yeah, don't be cheap. If you see something you like and they're cool, support them and buy one or two. Um, and definitely tweet that uh, we sent you. Um, I don't know why. I guess that would just make us look good probably. But anyway. Yeah, uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I know. They need to get Twitter. That's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Post it on their Instagram. Yeah, post it on their Instagram and harass them about not having Twitter. 
Um, and congratulate Heather and Hather for uh, <laughs> winning the pen. Uh, you jerk. Uh, okay. So, uh, definitely, uh, subscribe, follow on Apple podcasts, leave us a rating review. If you don't mind, we're also on Spotify as well as Google podcasts and every other podcast platform out there. Essentially, uh, if we're not on one, let us know, uh, but we appreciate you guys listening and, uh, we look forward to the game this Sunday and we'll talk to you next time.